This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Jim Ryan, and together we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, Jamie, I am excited to learn more about a trail that you have spent a heck of a lot of time on lately, mm-hmm. and I have wanted to visit for quite some time. I assume, Jim, you're talking about the classic Wilson River Trail. Yes, I am. You've been out there, what, uh, is it three or f- four times now recently? Four, four times. I've been going every Wednesday for the last four weeks. That is not bad. The fir- I decided to spend the first half of fall um, exploring the Wilson River Trail because, it, like you, Jim, it's a place I've always wanted to go to, but I've never taken the opportunity to do so. So mm-hmm. this fall, I thought, what a better time to go check out these beautiful riverside forests in the coast range than the first half of the season totally colors are a change in days are getting a little bit more brisk maybe there's a little bit more you know rain or or showers in the air you know uh, it's the season maybe to go out and explore a little something different especially in the coast range known as just a dense moist wet place to be also a very beautiful place to be as the colors change this time of year Absolutely. Well, I mean, so for those who aren't familiar with the Wilson River Trail, this is a long distance hiking trail that is um, located in Tillamook State Forest, Mm -hmm. just kind of on the north side of Oregon 6. So that's the highway that runs between like Hillsborough and Tillamook. So for those of you who are driving out to the coast on Oregon 6, you might be doing what I did for years and you just drive right through it and you pass by all those little trailheads and campgrounds on the side of the road. Well, a lot of those are for the Wilson River Trail, which runs almost 24 miles straight through that section. And there are opportunities galore for day hikes here. I mean, we're talking beautiful coast range views, some nice little riverside access areas. Um, you have, a, like you said, Jim, some beautiful deciduous trees that change color in the fall. Um, and even places like the Tillamook Forest Center, which is closed right now, but when it's open, it makes this really cool attraction to check out while you're hiking the trail. So uh, basically, Jamie, what you're saying is the Wilson River Trail essentially has it all. 
<laughs> just about, <laughs> you know, I mean, this is also a very, very forested trail. Yeah. So a lot of what you're doing when you're doing these hikes is walking through forest. Um, so if you're someone who needs like that constant excitement of a big waterfall or a huge mountain view, this is mm-hmm. not your trail. This is more of an opportunity to spend time in like this lush, quiet forest setting, which honestly, Jim, this time of year, especially, I love that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Especially with what you've been able to do, Jamie, getting out on Wednesdays, you know, when presumably, mm-hmm. I haven't talked to you about this specifically, but I can't imagine there's a packed trailhead uh, out no, there. You no. know, you are, you are by <laughs> yourself. I mean, you were describing kind of this scene through the woods. It's, you know, kind of the lush, very green, dense area. You've got a little bit of rain coming down. You're hiking in, in I think you said you had a, a thermal or a long sleeve shirt on, but no jacket. And it just kind of hits the right notes for this time of year, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned that lack of other people. Um, and that is what I was really, really pleasantly surprised about with this trail. So like I said, I've been going out every Wednesday for the last four weeks. And I have seen a grand total of three other people on the trail. Oh All of those were on the first day. <laughs> wow. You're not messing around. I mean, that is. Yeah. That's about as good as it can get. If you're trying to find solitude, that, uh, of course, is about as, yeah, yeah, about as good as you can get there. And I mean, we're talking about Wednesdays here yeah. in the off season. So take that with a grain of salt. But um, this is no angel's rest. You know, this is no busy hike in the gorge. I talked to the Tillamook State Forest and they said that the Wilson River Trail is notoriously overlooked. So this is a place where, I mean, unless it blows up all of a sudden because we're talking about it, because I'm writing about it. This is a place where you can go to find a lot more solitude than most other places. And it's so close to the Portland area that you're not driving all day just to get there. Most of these trailheads from my house in North Portland take about an hour to get to. If you live on the west side of town, even better. So these are convenient places to hike. They're beautiful places to hike. And there's a lot of solitude there, too. So, I mean, it's really kind of a perfect storm. Yeah, Jamie. And, and of course, we haven't referenced yet, uh, maybe other than a quick flyby, the opportunity to do a really long hike, make it a backpacking trip, go for a long trail run. Many different options here of how to use this trail. But for the first part of the show, we are going to talk about how to best day hike this trail. And Jamie, you have done now four different sections of this trail, if you will. Do you want to start with your favorite? Do you want to start with the back of the pack? Uh, What do you think? Before we get too far into it, one thing we should mention about day hiking this trail is that these are all out and back hikes. Yeah, These aren't loops. So that means that what you're effectively doing if you want to day hike the entire Wilson River Trail is you're hiking it twice, (laughs) both ways. So it takes a 24-mile trail, and what you're really getting in for is 48 miles worth of hiking. So these day hikes, if you're hiking, you know, a three and a half mile section, that's a seven mile hike. Yeah. Um, of course, you don't have to be a completionist. You don't have to hike the entire section if you don't want to. And there's plenty of places you can turn around and make shorter hikes. But if you really want to hike the whole Wilson River Trail, it is a bit of an undertaking. So what I decided to do, Jim, when I was looking at doing this whole trail was basically just working my way east to west along the trail. Um, what's cool about this is that there are a lot of different trailheads, one either end and a few in the middle that allow you to hike these little sections that are usually somewhere between three and a half to six miles in length. 
And that's just a a great way to go about it, I think, is to just tackle it one at a time um, and do that for a few weeks or a couple seasons or a few years or whatever the case may be. And you can really complete this entire trail in, you know, just about five or six hikes. Totally. I've been uh, living vicariously through your experience getting out there. You know, I, uh, as I've probably shared here on the show, recovering from uh, a broken bone in my ankle and a corresponding surgery and hiking has not been, uh, you know, something I've done a lot of of late. And prior to my injury had been uh, lusting over getting out on the Wilson River Trail. So, Mark my words, Jamie, it's on, on the list for 2022. <laughs> it is yes. not on the list, uh, these days, though. I, I, I'm in good enough shape to do a little bit of hiking these days, but I'm, I'm not gonna set a whole lot of hiking goals, if you will, at the moment. But, uh, anyway, other goals, other things, uh, lots to do, but hiking the Wilson River Trail probably is not gonna be part of it for me this fall, but it sounds like it'll be there for me next year. One of the beautiful things about this trail gym is is that there really is something for everyone. Mm, mm-hmm. So for folks who, um, you know, maybe aren't injured, but who don't want to do any serious hiking, yeah. there's places like, okay, so one of my favorite hikes on the Wilson River Trail, and I think one of the most popular ones is this section between Jones Creek and Footbridge Trailhead. And this is... um just a classic, classic coast range hike. So the Jones Creek day use area, there's these beautiful picnic tables in the fall foliage right next to the river. And you can hike from there, just a pretty short way to the Tillamook Forest Center. And again, that the Forest Center is closed right now. It's been mm-hmm. closed because of COVID and they're expecting it to reopen in spring of 2022. But let's just pretend for a moment that it is open because sure, it's, why not? that's typically what it is. You can hike from Jones Creek to Tillamook Forest Center, cross this beautiful bridge over the Wilson River, and check out this really nice interpretive center that teaches you about the forest and the various ways that it is used. From there, you can hike a little bit farther to Wilson Falls, which is not the most impressive waterfall, to be honest, but it is is a waterfall that is right in the side of the trail, um, and that is pretty cool. And go a little bit farther, and you can get to the uh, the the footbridge for which the footbridge trailhead is named after, which is a really beautiful section of river, kind of in a rockier canyon, opening up into this riverside area with a little waterfall pouring off of the side of the highway, and it's just a beautiful section to hike. And doing that whole thing is going to run you about eh, seven or eight miles. But folks who just want to hike from, say, Jones Creek to the Tillamook Forest Center, that's a quick couple mile hike. And that's a really nice way to get out there and just experience a little slice of it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Move at your own pace. Pack a lunch if you'd like, you know, find a find a place to stop and rest your legs and maybe enjoy just the tranquility of being out. In nature, in a spot that is not, uh, especially on a weekday this time of year, not terribly busy. Mm -hmm. Sounds mighty nice, Jamie. That's one way to do it, of course, but there are many more. So uh, you've done this four times. What's what's another one here? Your choices. (laughs) One of my favorite spots, and I think the spot that I'll probably go back to Mm -hmm. more than any others, is this section between Kings Mountain and Diamond Mill. So Kings Mountain, a lot of people know, is um, a separate hike that leads up to the top of Kings Mountain. Mm -hmm. It's a really steep hike. Super steep. It is one of the steeper hikes in the area. 
um, like you think Dog Mountain is steep, mm-hmm. uh, go hike King Mountain. Uh, <laughs> not not a place to to go hike. Uh, let's say after a big rain or something like that. No. Unless you like slip and slides, uh, then uh, perhaps it's it's your 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 take at the litter there. But uh, no, thank exactly. you. Exactly. And so this, instead of going up to Kings Mountain, you can just branch off um, and go west on the Wilson River Trail. And this takes you on this really lovely hike that kind of goes up onto a bench where you can see some views over the coast range through the trees. A bunch of really, really spectacular views. And the trail kind of goes back into the forest. So you're getting off the highway a little bit. You're not hearing that noise coming off from the from the cars and the mm-hmm. trucks going down Oregon 6. And you're just kind of in this beautiful remote little forest. And after it goes to those views, it kind of runs downhill through this really nice, beautiful, kind of magical forest. And then all of a sudden empties out here at the North Fork Wilson River. And it crosses that river over this really beautiful wooden footbridge. Um, and on the other side, there's a picnic table and a trail leads down to the side of the river. So it's a perfect spot to end this hike. Uh, and I just, I love that. I, I think it's just a spectacular one. It's a little bit longer. It'll run you about 11.2 miles to do the whole thing out and back. And that's pretty long. That's um, but folks hike, who, yeah. who just want to get those nice coast range views, that's about halfway into the hike. So you're looking at probably closer to five or six miles out and back, which is much more doable. More in my wheelhouse, if you will. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe still a hair more than I should pick off, but but close. All of this reminds me, Jamie, of just kind of how lucky we are uh, where, you know, you and I live in Portland, folks living up and down the Willamette Valley or elsewhere in Oregon. I mean, we we have the choice of all of these different sceneries that we can go experience with a within a relatively quick drive. I mean, we're talking here about dense forests, right? But we can go up in the Cascades and get, you know, big mountain views, mountain experiences out to the coast and, of course, enjoy the sand and the beach and the wind and the surf you know, uh, head out to the desert and get a completely different experience. And then, of course, the mm-hmm. gorge being just another completely different take on being outside in nature. And uh, I don't know, I, I think the fall and heading into the wintertime is a great time to be in the forest specifically, yes. just everything yes. being so green, so lush. I mean, I've used the same words here so many times already on the show, but it really is true um, just how enjoyable it is to go out and you know, say all summertime, you enjoy being up in the Cascades and getting some mountain hikes or being out in the gorge and getting, you know, high above the Columbia River. Now's the time to mix it up. Go get mm-hmm. deep into the forest and enjoy that peacefulness, that calm that comes with yeah. immersing yourself among the trees there. We've talked about rainy day hikes before, and I love going to these lush forests mm-hmm. on the rainy days. Because not just because the, the the thicker canopy will help protect you from the rain a little bit, but also because these are like our Pacific Northwest rainforests. And when you go out and see them in the rain, you're seeing them in their element. You're like watching that moss as it gets fed and watching these big trees as they're getting nourished. It's just such a beautiful experience. And you can really gain a deeper connection with the forest when you're out there and it's actively being nourished. When I was out there in the rain yesterday, Jim, I was feeling nourished too. After this long, dry summer, just being soaked by the rain, it felt so good. And in that way, I kind of felt like I was closer to those plants around me that were also, I'm sure, probably feeling like, oh my God, this is amazing to finally get this (laughs) rain again. We're probably all saying it's about darn time. Uh, (laughs) That's right. (laughs) About darn time. Yeah, I I guess we did have, I I think it was a fairly wet September overall, but uh, after a a dry stretch and uh, Mm -hmm. it is about time 
for a little bit of moisture to, you know, re-enter the chat, if you will, uh, as the kids say. The kids may not say that. I don't even know. I don't know. Did anyway, Jamie, we, we were not trying to keep up with the kids here on the Peak Northwest <laughs> podcast. Uh, that is not the point. Uh, the point is to bring you folks a lot of fun things to do in the outdoors. And the Wilson River Trail is among them uh, to bring it back home. Jamie, uh, one more. What do you got? Uh, one more enjoyable right. segment of the Wilson River Trail. All right. This is a good one. We just talked about Kings Mountain to Diamond Mill. This is the other side of that. So this is going from Jones Creek to Diamond Mill. So you have that same nice footbridge over the North Fork Wilson River um, that ends it. But instead, you're hiking from Jones Creek, which has that nice picnic area I told you about uh, alongside the river. If instead of going towards the Tillamook Forest Center, you go the other way on the trail, Mm -hmm. it's just a really quick just about four mile hike out and back up to that, that bridge over the North Fork Wilson river um, and back down to Jones Creek. And on the way you get some, again, really nice dense forest and you get this really pretty little waterfall. That's just on the side of the trail. You kind of have to take a little side trail to crouch down and see it through the trees, but it's a really nice little additional attraction there. So for folks who want just to like dip their toes into that forest, um, and especially if they want somewhere that's a little bit less crowded than say the hike to the Tillamook Forest Center, this little four mile out and back from Jones Creek to Diamond Mill, I think is one of the best you can do in there. You love to hear it, Jamie. And and we should say too, before moving on that, uh, you know, like you said, Jamie, folks can pick their own adventure to an extent mm-hmm. here, combine trailheads, go take a look at a, a larger map of the area and pick what suits your fancy. Absolutely. Well, we are going to talk some more about the Wilson River Trail, but first, we are going to take a short break. All right, folks, we are back talking about the glorious Wilson River Trail, which spans almost 24 miles through the Tillamook State Forest, of course, over there in the Coast Range. And Jamie, we have talked a lot about how great this trail is for day hiking, picking up a section here or there, doing some out and back trips. But we haven't touched on the fact that, geez, there is almost 24 miles of an end to end hike that is available to folks uh, here in the Portland area, super close to home. Yeah. I mean, you look at that and you go, wow, that is a perfect, like beginner's backpacking mm-hmm. trail right there. You know, if you the 20 mile section between um, sort of the, the easternmost and westernmost trailheads, that's uh, 10 miles a day. There's a campground right in the middle of the two. Perfect. That's a, a really, really perfect option. So I've, I've thought about this. I mean, right now the campgrounds are closed. Um, so that's not a really great option. Um, but I've been thinking about like, you know, once they reopen for the season in the spring of, yeah, starting at Elk Creek, hiking 10 miles to Jones Creek, setting up camp, hiking 10 miles to the end at Keenan Creek, get it picked up and then you're good to go. Um, or even Jim, here's a thought. If you have a friend mm-hmm. who's into camping but not into hiking, have them drive your camping stuff to Jones Creek, set up camp, uh-huh. and you can just do the whole thing with a day pack. Ooh, now that sounds mm-hmm. like the win right there. They can bring yeah. in some great food, you know, like food, yes. you know, when you're backpacking, you're weight conscious, hopefully. Um, you know, you're maybe not trying to bring in that, you know, delicious big meal, some excellent dessert, maybe a, a can or two of your favorite beverage. Um, you know, m- that might not all fit in the backpack, if you will. 
But if somebody's going to drive it to the campsite, hello, uh, Camp Feast, yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, I like that. You know, and I, I talked to the Tillamook State Forest about backpacking specifically and about mm. the option of camping on the trail itself. And they said that's something that's allowed, but that they don't really advertise because there's not really resources set up on the trail for that. So you're not going to find established backcountry campsites. You're not going to find any fire rings or anything like that. I saw some places on the trail where I thought I could set up camp here. Uh, but you know, I think it's probably just easier and better just to go to any of the campgrounds along the trail and just set up camp there. Um, there, there's a campground at Elk Creek and at Jones Creek in the middle and at the other end at Keenan Creek. So you've got options on either end and in the middle to camp. You might as well just do that. That sounds golden. Much better option. You could also, I suppose, if you wanted to be quite ambitious, you could do this simply as an end-to-end hike, uh, as long as, say, you have a car shuttle, you know, someone who's maybe dropped the car off there for you, someone who's going to pick you up. You've, uh, you know, figured out some way to get your car to the end of the trail, or you're doing a uh, hike and bike situation where you've stashed a bike at the other end and you're going to, uh, you know, do a little multi-sport day, a big day, mind you, and uh, bike back to your car in the first place. So, Lots of options for those mm-hmm. who want to have uh, what I would classify as a little bit more of a mega outing on the Wilson River Trail here. Yeah. You know, and that people talk about the car shuttle as a way to do some of these section hiking as mm-hmm. well. Um, instead of doing an out and back, you know, 12 mile day, putting a car at either trailhead and doing a six mile day. That's an option I think that a lot of people talk about. I'm not super keen on it, though, just to say. Um, I mean, just because, especially if you're going on the weekends, the trailheads are crowded as it is, you know, it's kind of a tough look to be storing your extra car at an overcrowded trailhead. You know what I mean? If you're going like on a Wednesday, trailheads are empty as it is. Hey, go for it. Um, but I think that's just something to be, um, considerate about when you're thinking about doing that sort of thing. That's fair. The other option that we, we haven't discussed, which I've, I've heard of folks doing before, is find some friends who want to hike in the opposite direction, who you feel comfortable driving their vehicle, huh. they feel comfortable driving yours, and do a little key swap. Uh, meet halfway. Huh. You know, it's, it's one trail, right? Uh, you're going to hit each other eventually, barring any, uh, you know, route finding confusion, if you will, and swap keys. Drive out of there and and pick a time to meet later on. Uh, so you got options if you want to do the whole thing in one go. That, of course, is not to mention folks who are going really light and are going to do this as a trail run, which is something that I have eyed um, perhaps mm-hmm. for a day when uh, I'm feeling, well, quite frankly, a lot more confident uh, in my ability to move throughout that kind of train. But a boy can dream, can't he? <laughs> That's right. And Jim, we've talked a lot about hiking, about going on foot in this trail. We should mention that there are two other options for exploring the trail. Uh, mountain biking is probably one of the most popular alternate options. Um, I did not see any mountain bikers out there myself, but the uh, forest officials told me that this is a spot where people do mountain bike. It sounds like the western part of the trail is a little bit 
better for it. Mm-hmm. Um, as you get up into sort of the, the mountains on the eastern side, closer to Kings Mountain and Elk Mountain, um, the trail's a little less stable, a little more narrow. There's a lot of like really big drop-offs that uh-huh. I would feel a little iffy on on a mountain bike. Just something to consider before going out there on a bike. And another option is horseback riding, which is allowed on part of the trail, though forest officials told me this is really not a very popular horseback Mm. riding trail. Um, People ride horses in lots of places around Oregon. This is one that they just don't do it very often at all. So I wouldn't be worried about running into horses out there. Um, I, again, did not see any horses while I was out there or let alone any people at all for most (laughs) of my experience. No people, no horses, no bikes, uh, no people on horses or bikes, uh, nothing of the sort. uh, Just me in the trees. You in the trees and three other parties uh, throughout your four <laughs> hikes uh, on Wednesdays. So uh, not bad, not bad at all. And Jamie, we haven't talked at all about the fact, you know, this is almost 24 miles at, at this given point, but extensions are planned for the future of this trail. What's up with that? Yeah. So the original dream of the Wilson River Trail was to run um, end to end throughout the Tillamook State Forest. Uh-huh. So it was, it's envisioned to be this even longer distance hiking trail. Um, and this originally started about 1998, 1999, when they first started building this trail. And so they're still kind of in the process of trying to extend it out little by little. So originally it was 20 miles. Um, and they just recently added that three mile section just east of Elk Creek. And, um, you know, the forest officials told me they've, they're eyeing some plans for the near future of extending it even farther to the east. Uh, they were not ready to share any public details about that. Uh, but that is something they are looking to continue to extend. Uh, so folks who maybe if you even if you go out and hike this whole thing, wait a couple of years and there might be even more for you to hike. I love to hear that, Jamie. Always uh, excited to hear about more trails being built and uh, just giving us more options for, you know, reasonably easy access here in uh, the beautiful outdoors in Oregon. So, folks, until next time here on the show, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram at Peak Northwest and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details, of course, at OregonLive.com slash pod support. This episode of the show was produced by me, Jim Ryan, alongside Jamie Hale and Andrew Thien. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.